Aaron. How are you doing this fine evening? You ever have one of those days that just won't stop? Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I sure do. Um, I was, I was going to say that, um, I was going to, I was going to need you to do one of two things for me tonight, uh, which would be either to, uh, talk me off of a ledge or just kind of help push me right over it. But, uh, what's, what's going on with you? What's, uh. What's happening? Oh, just, you know, one of those days where you, you know, you jump into your first meeting at 8, and then all of a sudden it's 8.30 p.m., uh, and your buddy's texting you going, hey, are we uh, we recording a podcast or what? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, really, we're just, we're just chatting. That's all we're doing. <laughs> it's, you know, catching up, just trying to you know stay in touch with one another since since we don't ever get a chance to do that so you know that's all it is but i mean you know the 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 place that i work and the place you work i mean i i know you that where you work it's all rainbows and unicorns and you know it's 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 happy times all around so you know at least when those 12 hours just you know disappear right through your fingers like you know, it was fun while you were doing it, right? It was all, I just, you know, I I got into that first meeting. I got my ass blasted by a Care Bear stare and uh, <laughs> fell into a K-hole for, <laughs> just done. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I I mean, it, I, I can't imagine uh, your life and the line of work that you do um, you know, and, and how you do it. Like, I, I can't imagine it ever being stressful in any way. Um, no. I can't imagine you'd ever have anybody breathing down your neck, you know, saying, where's my TPS report? Uh, you know, so. You, know, <laughs> you, you got it under control, right? No, I've, I mean, I've got no complaints about my job. I'm just, uh just busy, you know, and, and time just flies. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Before you know it, uh, or, or like in my case, um, I get the, uh, the oldest coming down here, uh, going, all right. So mom sent me down here and she wanted me to let you know that dinner is right now and she wanted me to make sure that i say it that way because dinner is right now and (laughs) not in 20 minutes or 40 minutes but now because it i i guess there seems to be this habit of i'm in the middle of working on something i'll go okay i'll be right there and then 20 or 40 minutes have gone by, and oops, I totally forgot. It's dinner time. Everybody's up there wrapping up their dinner, and, you know, I haven't joined them. So, you know, it, it, the, the wife tries for at least some semblance of, you know, we are, we are not that family that, that sits down, 
seven nights a week, no matter what, we're at the table, we're all together, we're talking about our day, right? But she would like at least like one or two of those nights, right? And for for everything that she does around here, that's the least that I can give her, right? Is a few nights all huddled around the table, us just grumbling about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to all sit down. Oh, I got to have a family dinner all together. Like, whatever. Right. But it's one of those things that I, I make the effort to to try and make it happen. It's the least I can do. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, um, Around here, uh, you know, the wife does the cooking most of the time, too. Um, not that I uh, have any problem doing it or or wouldn't do it. Um, but just, you know, based on our timings and stuff, she generally tends to be uh, more free during the meal times, And I tend to be, uh, well, face down in work all day, you know, uh, not paying attention to the world around me. All day, um, every day. Yep. Right. Gotta love it. So, you know, she, she takes care of most of that, but I do, I do put in the effort to, uh, you know, try to be there and, uh, you know, set an example for the kids and try to help out and wash dishes and whatever, you know. Right. Um, right. Yeah. No, it's a night. Do, do the, what I can. Yeah. The, the oldest and I, you know, cleared off everything and, you know, we got, uh, all the leftovers put away, the dishes in the dishwasher, the few that didn't fit. You know, I was essentially teaching him how to hand wash something, uh, which was interesting. But, uh, you know, we made it through it. And, you know, absolutely. And, and we just just had this conversation the other night um, because it, it's it, it's one of those things that her and I have never... Like we've never viewed each other in 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 terms of the traditional gender roles, right? Um, up until the pandemic started, we had both been working, right? You know, dual paychecks. Um, you know, if if she wasn't home during an evening, you know, a lot of times her job. Uh, she uh, would be working late, right? And so it's up to me to make dinner, get the kids ready for bed, make sure they've done their homework, right? I, you know, so I've, I've gone through all of that. And that's not a problem. Uh, since the pandemic started uh, and she was, you know, furloughed from her job and still has not gone back to, um, it, it, it has a little more... It, it's amplified a little bit more those, I, I guess, what you would think of as the gender roles, right? But not purposefully. It, it's just kind of been naturally, right? Like, right. I, I have <laughs> never been one that prefers, um, you know, doing the laundry and cleaning the toilets over mowing the lawn and snow blowing the driveway, right? Things that you would, again, typically think of, oh, well, the woman's just going to cook and clean and do the laundry and, and 
the guy will be outside and he'll take care of the yard work and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And it's, we have kind of fallen into that in a way, but it's, it's, it's weird to try and explain to somebody because it doesn't, it doesn't really come from an aspect of, you know, oh, well, I'm the man, so I'm going to go out and mow the lawn while you uh, walk around, you know, barefoot and pregnant and make me dinner, right? Like, it's it's not that way. Hi. Beca- oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we had an unexpected guest on the, on the show tonight. How about that? Um, <laughs> Arya just got done with her with her training class. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, from what I hear, she did very well this evening. So, all right, good, good progress. I like it. Yep, she's gotta gotta learn to hunt. Oh. She's uh, they're taking her to do this. Uh, it's called barn hunt. Okay. I guess they go and like. I don't know. It it sounds weird to to try and describe it, but basically what they do is they put rats in like little uh like if you can imagine uh, uh like a hamster tube, right? Um and then they hide them in the barn and the dog's got to go like sniff it out. Um but she likes it, so, you know, as long as she's happy. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, as long as she's happy. Go ahead. Go sniff out those tubes. Go find them. I mean, at least I know, you know, if there's ever a rat in the garage or something, that she'll get it, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, we can only hope. We can only hope. Well, and you haven't seen my daughter's bedroom. There's, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, probably a whole rat's nest in there, and needs like to go a... cleaned out anyway. Like a king rat, you know, <laughs> when they all, they're all in that little thing, their tails get all twisted together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a, uh, it's like, uh, how they say, like, you know, if, if you see one cockroach, there's a hundred more like waiting elsewhere, just in the, in the wings. Right. That's the one in, in this case, it's the rat, right? There's going to be the one rat in the garage, but ultimately it's probably all going to come back to the daughter's bedroom. That's, I mean, I'm comfortable assigning blame there anyway. <laughs> uh, that's phenomenal. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so anyway, I I don't know where I was going with my rambling. Uh, you know, we we've I don't know you were telling us all how misogynistic you are. Exactly. No, and that's you know that's just the way uh, that it is. I mean, honestly, if if we could really, if we could afford for her to not go back to work, it, especially in it in the times that we're in, right? Um, with her basically having to be my youngest's full time teacher, right? Because the oldest takes care of himself. The youngest still needs a lot of hand-holding, right? There's WebEx meetings. There's worksheets that have to get filled out. It's it's a lot of work. And to you guys, like specifically since I'm talking to you, but also to everybody out there that has two parents that are working and children in school right now that are not actually in school, like 
kudos to you guys because I don't know how you'd get it done, right? We've had to go through the, you know, uh, alter the budget, work off the unemployment check, like th- that kind of stuff right now because that's how it is. But on the other hand, we, we've got somebody that has to be taught basically full time in this house. And so it's like, mm-hmm. how in the hell would we get that done if we were both working full time? Right. Most of it, honestly, would land on me because she probably wouldn't be uh, she probably wouldn't be in the house and I would be here working from home. And so it would it would come down to me most of the time. So, um, you know, the fact that uh, we're able to do that right now. That's great. But in in the course of that, it just lends itself to. Well. You know, she's helping with that. She starts wrapping up things with school and then, you know, she starts planning out and making dinner, right? Because it just, you fall into that cadence of things. And pretty soon, that's what life is like around here, right? Um, but the, the whole yeah. point in it to begin with was, you know, if you were, if you were to ask me, Okay, would you rather mow the lawn or clean the toilets? I would say mow the lawn in a heartbeat, right? And if you were to ask the same question to her, it would be clean the toilets, right? Like it it's one of those things that it falls into those stereotypical roles, but it it comes from a place of those are our true preferences <laughs> because I have flat out asked her before like do you want to go out and mow the lawn this week? No, absolutely not. Why would you ask me that? Right? Like, that's <laughs> that's the response. Like, no, I don't want to do that. You know I don't. I'm like, well, I'm just making sure, like, things haven't changed over time. And I'm, you know, I want to make sure I'm not being your male repressor and preventing you from going out and doing that, whatever. And she's like, absolutely not. No, I don't want to do that. So, yeah, it's... I don't, I mean, I don't understand though. I mean, put, put gender roles aside for a second. I don't understand how anyone is making it work at this point. Like I consider myself to be very fortunate in, in all of this COVID bullshit. Right. I mean, you know, uh, both me and the wife get, get the ability to work from home, um, which is great. You know, we haven't, no one's lost a job or anything. We both work from home, uh, you know. So, so in that regard, I consider us very lucky. Right. Yep. On the other hand, with with both kids home from school now, and and you know the youngest one being, you know, only in first grade, um, and so he needs a lot of hand holding. And then the other one is only, you know, she's in fourth, so it's not like she's that much further along that she doesn't need any handholding or anything, you know, um, you know, at any given point in time, uh, during the day there's, you know, we, we kind of split it up and, and we said, okay, uh, one of the kids is going to go into the wife's office. One of the kids is going to go into my office because we just made, and by office, I, I use those terms very loosely. I, I mean, you know, uh, part of the basement and, and, uh, you know, bedroom and, you know, one is going to go into, into each, 
Um, but at any given point, uh, there could be four, you know, Zoom meetings going on and everyone talking over each other and everyone's trying to, you know, do this. And then, you know, she's trying to hear her teacher, but she's also listening to me uh, yak on about work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, there's a question. Well, you got to give me 20 minutes for your question because, uh, you know, the person I'm talking to on the phone just asked me. Uh, a question that, you know, I mean, honestly, probably if they just read anything, they would be fine. But, you know, uh, we're going to answer that question anyway. Um, <laughs> and I just I, I don't understand how anyone is is making it at this point, because, like I said, I, I consider myself very fortunate in this. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that are not as lucky, you know, um, they don't have jobs that are flexible to be able to be at home or they've been laid off or, or, uh, you know, their company's gone under or whatever because of all of this. Mm -hmm. And it, it all circles back around to if goddamn Republicans would just wear their fucking masks, this shit would be over already. Yeah, I, oh boy. Like, I think everyone out there that is a parent that has kids at home right now and is trying to work and teach their kids um, would agree with me that if you're out there not wearing a mask right now, I should run you over with my fucking car. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, that's just just the bottom line. You don't deserve to continue your existence any longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that that it kind of segues nicely. And I've I've got a Prius, so it's Uh not exactly the fastest car. Right. (laughs) So it's going to like it's going to bump over you. Right. That's. It's gonna hurt for a while as it's as it's doing its crushing. <laughs> yes, yes. It little is. little electric power trying to trying to get over uh, some Trump supporters' giant fucking gut, you know. Oh yeah, yep. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I think I'm. I might be more concerned about the car at that point. Ugh, I don't know. That's, I am that's, too. I mean, the a lot average of fat and blubber. the The average Trump supporter probably outweighs my car. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. Uh, no, it's um. This. This evening, leading up to this, I have been struggling with something. And um, so where we are, well, take a step back. First of all, um, this fucking COVID has taken over. I I mean, it's, it's just completely blown up again. Right. 
there there's he, been the second wave in Europe. Um, you know, Europe is actually starting to curb the trend, right? And and come back down. Uh, the U.S. is just on that, you know, that track to the exponential bell curve, uh, with no no signs at this point of anything slowing down. I mean, I would say we're on like our twenty third wave, but I don't think the first wave ever actually ended. Like, mm-hmm. I think it just is just a continuation. It's 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 less a tsunami that then recedes, and it's more of a tsunami that then just like sticks around and continues to fill everything up because you know the polar ice caps are melting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all of that, and. You know, where where we are, there have been restrictions put back in place, right? Because, um, you know, we went into kind of full lockdown mode, nothing but essential services for a while. Then things loosened up over the summer, started to get worse, right? But it's still not... It, it it's not back to the point of where it was in March and April, even though things are absolutely worse than they were before, which, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense, especially in a state with Democratic leadership. But, you know, I, that that's that's not what I have going on right now. It's even even though we are not in a state of total lockdown at this point. I mean, you know, state as it relates to state in the United States of America, but also just a state of right. Like we are not in that situation. However, the way that we have been treating it for the most part has has been that way right Right. and so other than going out for the the bare essentials save for one that you already know about right but like i man i i can't even tell you the last time that i actually left the house um because the wife does most of the shopping Right. And so leading up to this, the 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 week leading up to Thanksgiving, the over the summer and leading into the fall, the wife had really been wanting to like go get her hair cut and colored. Right. Right. And she put it off. She put it off. Didn't want to do it. Things kept getting worse. And now we're at a point of like, holy shit, what the fuck? So she decides to go to her friend's house and get her hair done because her friend went to school for cosmetology, right? Makes sense. She doesn't do it anymore. Uh, she, she works some office job and she's just working from home now and, you know, that kind of stuff. But she talked to her. She's going to pay her some money to do it. Great. You're just going over to her house. Feel it's pretty low risk. Okay, that's fine. 
So she goes and does that. That is on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Goes, gets her hair done, cut, color, whatever. Gives her a little bit of money to say thank you, you know, all that kind of stuff, whatever. It's fine. So then four days later, I find out at that point, while she was at her friend's house, her friend's sister was already there. And we know the sister. We, we've all hung out before. Like, she's not some sort of stranger, whatever. We live in the adjacent city to one another, right? So situations are pretty similar. Uh, you know, schools are shutting down, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not like this is hours away or in a completely different state or something, right? So you think, okay, well... Not a big deal. Everybody's being pretty safe around the area. Kids are not going to school anymore because everything's shut down. And come to find out that her friend's sister has tested positive for COVID, has multiple symptoms of it, and was in, you know, the like when she was there on that Saturday, could have very well possibly spread it to her. And then to us, right? Because you don't hear it for another four days. And so now here we are, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and we're all potentially infected with COVID in the house, right? And it's like, okay, well, this is this is fucking great. We, we find this out, and it's a major national holiday, right? Like, short of going to the ER with breathing problems you're not you're not getting tested at all on thanksgiving uh you're going to be lucky if you have somewhere to go or or uh get in somewhere on that friday following right so now we're at home in an isolated situation where we thought that we were just going to have a nice day at home by ourselves and just enjoy like all of the isolation and uh you know social distancing and everything and not seeing people and you know potentially only seeing your friends over a zoom call or hearing their voice on the phone whatever like okay whatever like that's fine but it's thanksgiving no now you've got this looming threat of covid over your head <laughs> fucking great right Right. Meanwhile, one of my best friends that I've known since I was like 10 years old, he works for a uh, large retail uh, pharmacy outlet. And so he's been having to go to work every day since March. Right. They, like there has been no shutdown for them. They're a pharmacy. They can't close down. Right. And I find out, well, at the beginning of the month. He's been out of work for two weeks because he got COVID, right? He didn't get it. Or like, he, he got it, and it was, like, bad cold symptoms for him. Uh, but the girlfriend got it, and she was basically out for four days. Doesn't remember most of it. I come to find out 
gee, I haven't seen my neighbor outside in a while. And, you know, she's normally outside tinkering around in the yard, out in the backyard with the dogs, whatever. Haven't seen her. I was outside working on some stuff a couple weekends ago. Come to find out she was in the hospital for 12 days with COVID. Doesn't remember any of it at all. She was that bad. Like, basically, her next step was that she was going to be on a ventilator. And finally, you know, turned that corner and started getting better. But she's still not back at work. She has, she didn't work a single day in November. She didn't start going back until uh, uh, late last week. And it was just part-time at that point. Because she's still she's having oxygen delivered to her house to be able to maintain her blood oxygen level. Right? Like... All this stuff, like, it's this is not just, like, things that are just happening out in the world, right? Like, I know many people that have gotten it, have been affected by it. In the case of my neighbor, she almost died from it, right? And you and I have talked for months about the stupidity of... Republicans and conservatives and uh, whatever, religious, you know, fanatic Christians, like whatever, like we stereotype them in a very certain way, right? But it's it's not even just them anymore. It's there's so many people that just flat out I don't even want to say that they're necessarily ignoring it right because they're like oh yeah well it's out there but you know uh, if I get it uh, whatever and it's it's not just conservatives it's it's not just you know Christian fanatics or whatever it is right it's it's not the uh uh, the meatheads that listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. It's a lot of fucking people that just don't even care at this point. And even if they do think that something like, oh, yeah, something might happen whatever but i'm still going to go out and and do this or that and i'm going to wear a mask and it's going to fully protect me right and that's yeah. the part of where i am at a ledge tonight because there is a difference between i have to go get groceries Otherwise, I won't have food in the house. So because I'm going to go get groceries, I have to go to the store. I'm going to wear a mask while I'm there. I'm going to take all of the precautions that I can while I'm there and then get out and get back home and minimize my exposure to I'm going to go out to the fucking casino and oh, well, I mean, 
I'm wearing a mask while I'm there at the casino, so I'm I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Like that's no big deal. Like I don't understand the mentality of being in a global pandemic in a country that has done jack shit to try and curb this thing and just think oh but i'll be fine it's okay like i now honestly though at at this point okay it's been long enough that so i am not the kind of person that likes people or social interaction what? or anything to do with anyone really. How am I just learning this um, about you? You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm very comfortable uh, with the idea of being in my house and the most interaction I have to have, you know, is a Zoom meeting. <laughs> I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, I'm not even comfortable with that. Like, just but, leave but, me isolated in my bunker and I'm okay. But even for me, I've hit a point where it's like, Jesus Christ already. This is like, it's it, just, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like what, what would be nice, right? Is if we could just find a way to magically lift all of this for, say, a week. Not even a week. Give me a night. Let's go get a beer, Mm -hmm. right? Then I'll get it out of my system, and I won't give a fuck anymore. And then we can go back to this. (laughs) And all of the people who are out there getting COVID uh, because they're being fucking idiots, uh, fine. Let it happen. Thinning the herd. Right. Right. I hear you. Which is is a part of what we talked about last week, right? But then... But what I struggle with is, you know, the idiots getting COVID that don't give a shit about whether they do or not. Fine. Fuck them. Let them die. I don't care. But they are still potentially infecting other people that do take it seriously and don't want to die. But they happen to be associated with these you know with these people or or they live with them or you know whatever it is right they come and con- come into contact with the people that don't give a fuck and even though they're taking every precaution that they can you can never be 100% sure and then they get it even though they have done virtually everything right up to that point Right. And and that's the part that I'll always struggle with. Well, I think maybe the solution to this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tesla's, right? They have that like biocontamination mode or whatever, right? To keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you flip that on and you start driving around and anyone who's out that isn't, uh, let's say, at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just assume that they're a fucking idiot and run them over. <laughs> like if you're uh, out doing something uh, essential, uh, you're at Walgreens picking up your prescription. 
Yeah. Fine. I understand that's something you have to do. Mm-hmm. If you're coming out of a bar, thump, thump, we'll just drive <laughs> right over you. You know? Um, and, I mean, let's face it. You, at that point, you're out saying I'm okay with dying anyway. So, all I'm doing is expediting the process. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think so. The what what led to ultimately is is going to be an extremely uh, drinking heavy night for me tonight um, because it's already started and it's just going to continue. Um, I basically got I'm I'm cleaning out the rest of everything that we've got left because I haven't even gone to the liquor store cuz why would I? I'm I'm trying not to expose myself. So I'm it's just like slim right? pickings of the onesie twosies of everything that's left in the house. Um but I I have currently in front of me, I have a beer, I have a cider, and I have a seltzer. And um if uh if I'm not up in the middle of the night praying to the porcelain god, it will be, it'll be great. Um, best case scenario, uh, you know, I I pass out and I get a good few hours of sleep before I wake up, just going, "What the fuck was I thinking?" But I I have a friend who I've known for a very long time, and. One of the things, like, we connected very early on from a common standpoint of a a very liberal ideology as well as a, um, just a pure love of basically mocking anything that had to do with religion right doesn't sure. doesn't have to be christianity we're we're not you know picking on anyone specific here but just religion in general so liberal I- ideology uh picking on religion like just i mean all of the things that you would think of as a typical um you know, 21st century, like, progressive, you know, basically, you know, debating, like, my only fault with this friend of mine was that he preferred in in the primaries to back Liz over Bernie, right? Arguably, the two most progressive candidates on the ticket but uh you know my only argument was he wasn't quite progressive enough right and and sure. i i know your problems with liz like i'm not going to even get into that and into that uh you know bit of the weeds but in any case he has been not working well it, he was he was furloughed for a while got hired at some other place has been working again working totally remote totally fine with that um you know 
keeping a pretty low profile, that kind of thing, mostly because his wife is a nurse who works at a major hospital in the area and is one of the most high-risk people of being around somebody who's got COVID, right? She's working in a hospital all the time. And so I have not seen them in person since before all of this started. The last time that I saw them was nearly a year ago in January or February. We, we met up somewhere and, you know, we were hanging out. There was some, you know, music playing. It was a bar, whatever. It was all pre any of this crap going on. And so for the last eight, nine, ten months, you know, we continue to chat. We'll, you know, get on a conference call or a video call. We'll, you know, all that kind of stuff. Then about Are you three... recording other podcasts on me? Are you cheating on me? <laughs> no. No, I am not. Although, <laughs> in, in a previous life, I did do another podcast, and that podcast I actually did with him and, and another friend of ours. Uh, it was a, it was a three person podcast. Uh, we did that for a while. It actually, that went through 2016 and haven't done that for a long while, but we continue to be the, the three of us. We've been on a group chat ever since we, you know, we all continue to stay in touch, that kind of stuff. And about three weeks ago, his 17-year-old son came down with COVID. And he had it pretty bad. He didn't he didn't have to go to the hospital, but he was he was definitely sick and you know was was experiencing a lot of the symptoms and all that kind of stuff. And so you know, we were informed of that and like it, not that it affected us in any way, but, you know, we're just longtime friends, right? And so it was like, right. oh, hey, he's, you know, he's got it. It's pretty bad. Maybe shoot him a message, whatever. Sure, absolutely. You know, it, and it, him and him and uh, his son's mother are divorced, right? They live way up north. And so he, he has joint custody and, and, you know, they'll go through an alternating, um, schedule of being able to see him so he wasn't able to see him for a while because he was quarantined up north with his mother and all of that kind of stuff so um so in in that instance he wasn't directly exposed to that right but so you've got a you've got a a wife because he's he's now remarried to his wife that works in the hospital as a nurse working on her doctorate trying to you know become a doctor all that kind of stuff his son just went through this battle with covid got it had the symptoms tested positive the whole thing right so i'm seeing that happen i'm seeing my neighbor you know be in the hospital for two weeks um i'm getting the scare myself of like 
oh, the wife went and got her hair done and, and was exposed to somebody with COVID, whatever. And every single one of these things for me is driving me to, well, shit, I'm definitely not leaving the house now, right? Like everything right. is a reinforcement of we need to be taking this even more seriously. And so many people are not. I mean, I, like I said, I, I count myself lucky in this and I also count myself lucky in the fact that, uh, you know, I don't know anyone who has gotten COVID or, you know, other than your, your scare. Right. Um, yeah. you know, as far as I know, my neighbors haven't gotten to be fair. I would never talk to my neighbors anyway, but I don't know that they've gotten it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you and, know, and, and to be fair, like as well, like. So the wife did get an appointment. I I went on to the Department of Health website and and I ordered I ordered a saliva test to come, which I thought would come more quickly than it did. Uh you know, but again, given the holidays, like I wasn't sure how quickly I'd be able to get any get in anywhere, right? And I wasn't the one that was directly exposed, so like she had to have a virtual appointment and be like you know, go through the thing. And it was like, yeah, I was directly exposed to somebody who had COVID. So she got an appointment. She went in, her test came back negative. My test came back negative. We never had any of the symptoms. Now, again, is it, is it possible that we had it and we both tested negative? Sure. I, I guess that's totally possible, right? Like we've talked in the past about the testing and you know, what really is the success rate and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, around Thanksgiving and that weekend after, you know, I had some sniffles here and there and I was like, Hmm, I don't know. And then, you know, last week I was just, I, I was like, just stomach sick all of, all of Monday last week. And you know that. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know what, what was this any sign of COVID or was this some sort of food poisoning or like what, what, I don't know. I don't know. So it, it could have been that maybe I did really have it and the test was totally fucked up and it, it said we were negative anyway. I don't know, but I felt totally fine since. So who really knows in all of this, but I'm still I like, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, just go out and arbitrarily put myself at risk just because, oh, yeah, well, I think I already had it. So, you know, if I've already had it, that means I can't get it, even though I didn't test positive for it. Uh, I'll just take my chances. Like, what the fuck? No, I'm not going to do that. Well, and I mean, there are, you know, confirmations now of secondary infections, you know, people getting it twice, right? Um, you know, things like that. It's just like, why would you even chance it? You know? Yeah. No, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me in it. And at the risk of sounding like some sort of like anti-vaxxer or something like that, which I do not want to. Right. But like when a supposed vaccine comes out, right? Like I'm not, I'm not concerned that Bill Gates is going to be microchipping me through this vaccine. I'm concerned about 
is is this really going to be effective right like companies say oh yeah it's 95 percent effective or whatever like but really though like you know i i don't know there's there's all those questions and that's all future talk and that's fine whatever i get it but i'm on this group chat with the three of us those of us that used to do the former podcast together because we've stayed in touch. Sometimes the chat goes silent for, you know, a couple of weeks and then somebody chimes in and it picks back up again, whatever, you know, as things do, right? Life happens. We continue on. And, you know, sometimes we're, we're texting things back and forth to one another two you know, two, three days out of the week. Sometimes we don't hear from each other in a while. That's just the way it goes. But sure. Tonight, as the you know, the oldest comes down and is like, Mom wants me to tell you dinner is right now. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm heading up. So tonight I actually I I actually do it and I actually listen. I'm like, okay, dinner is right now. I finish like typing out the sentence that I'm working on. And I push away from the desk and I get up, I walk out of the office and I walk upstairs and I have the dinner, right? So dinner's going on and I don't have anything on me other than my watch. And because I, I left my phone sitting on the desk as I a lot of times will do. Um, because in my job, I am a lot of times going into various apps and doing these, this and that, whatever. And so I just have things laid out right on the desk in front of me. I will get up quite frequently, walk somewhere else in the house and then like kind of tap my pocket and be like, Oh, where's my phone? Like, cause I want to get something. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I left it on the desk. So in this case, and and that's totally fine. Like I'm I'm not particularly anchored to my phone or anything like that. But with this group chat, that is not sending notifications over my phone. I learned a very long time ago to turn that off um, because it, we're we're not just going through like a normal group chat because this idiot that's married to the nurse. Uh, doesn't have an iPhone, right? So we're not on an iMessage thread. It's just a, a typical text message thread, an SMS or whatever. And so we started using GroupMe a long time ago. So I just turned off GroupMe to my watch altogether. So that's turned off. I'm not getting anything that's going on at all. And so dinner finishes up. The oldest and I clean up the kitchen. We get the dishwasher loaded. All of that's taken care of. I come back downstairs and I walk into the office and I pick up my phone and I notice that there are like, it's like 18 missed notifications. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously those guys were busy over the, the dinner hour, had a lot to chat about. So I tap in and there's just a lot of chitter chatter back and forth, right? Just 
BS here and there. And then I start chiming in. And a lot of what happens on this thread, it, it'll go in waves, right? But we'll, you know, we'll be bitching about the administration or something that uh, one of the guys saw as a clip from Fox News or, you know, some bullshit that came out of Trump's mouth or like whatever it is, right? The topics change and we've known each other a really long time and so we'll razz each other and like, you know, we'll throw insults and have a good time, all that kind of stuff. But then tonight... It went from a conversation between the two of them, and we'll say we'll just we'll just say that the two friends are douchebag and my good friend who lives in New Jersey. So, douchebag and and New Jersey friend are going back and forth, and these are all the notifications that I miss during dinner time. Now, I'm just going to say, but before you jump into this, yeah, had you told me this in any other context, I would have assumed douchebag and Jersey guy were the same person. Right? Absolutely. Right? I mean, how can someone be from Jersey and not a douchebag? <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Um, to be fair to this friend, he's not originally from New Jersey. That's where he lives now. So I think that's where a lot of um, the fact that we can kind of poke fun at him about that is is rooted in the fact that he's not really from there. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, out in Jersey. And it's like, well, yeah, but I'm not really from here. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, we like to poke fun. So otherwise, yes, in most of the cases... If you're from New Jersey, you're you're just a douchebag to begin with. So, um, the douchebag friend, I can no longer after tonight describe as anything other than a wannabe Florida man. Wannabe Florida man. Oh yeah. Is that like like he? Tried to rive, he tried to rob a drive through like on one of those Walmart scooters and failed. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I wish, I, I wish that it could be something that epic, but <laughs> him and his wife have for the last probably like three or four years now have really talked about and worked towards nothing else other than wanting to get in a position where they could sell their house here and move down to Florida. And the initial like, making fun of him for that was because really in spirit, he's just an old fucking man. And all he wants to do is be retired and 
live down in Florida and play shuffleboard with a bunch of old geezers at a retirement community, right? Like, he's not old enough to retire by any means. He's not rich enough to retire, right? Like, even if he was younger and had enough money and was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, I've got enough to live off of. I don't need Social Security. Whatever. I'm just going to retire at 45 or whatever, right? Like, he wouldn't even be able to do that, right? Before he met his wife and they started living together, he lived in a one-bedroom apartment, like, not, not even on the outskirts of town, right? Like, you take the major metropolitan area, you go out 30 minutes to the edge of the suburbs, and then you drive out another 20 to 25 minutes to the next, like, populated Hickville town, and he lived way out, way out past, like, where any normal, reasonable human being would be in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> in an in an apartment that at least half of the time he lived there did not have electricity because he couldn't he couldn't pay the bill right his his form of electricity was taking an extension cord out of his door of the apartment out into the hallway and then plugging that into like uh, you know, a, 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 a power strip so that he could plug a couple of different things like his computer and a monitor in so that he'd be able to actually do something after the sun went down because he had no other form of electricity in the apartment. Like, what this was would the you situation? do with a computer with power with no <laughs> internet? Well, what you would do is you would take your 12-pack of Budweiser that you had, set it right down next to the chair that you're sitting in to stare at the computer, uh, which is the only thing illuminating the entire apartment, and you would touch yourself until you fall asleep and the landlord comes by and unplugs the the power cord uh, that is plugged into the wall outside. Right. But... Without the internet, how are you getting to the porn? Well, that's a good question. I mean, you're not telling me that he's got, like, hard drives of porn. Like, like, because that's, like, that's borderline uh, analog porn at that point. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know uh, if there was, you know some neighbor that he worked out a Wi-Fi situation with, or if it was just the same three videos that at some point he had downloaded to the hard drive and it was those just over and over and over again. I, I'm not sure. God, the, I feel bad for this guy now. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's like it's one of those things that it really you would I mean, you got to live in Wisconsin and jack it to the same three porn videos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty rough. And at, at the beginning of our friendship, 
I did. I I felt I I did feel bad for him. But you know, when it came down to I would rather I would rather go to the liquor store and and spend the money for my electricity bill on packs of Budweiser versus pay the electricity bill. Like that's the part to me that really it was like, huh, okay. So you're actively choosing to be in this situation by not paying the electricity bill because you, you had the money to pay for it and you decided that the Budweiser was more important. Now, I mean, I would like to go to the liquor store and spend the money for my electricity bill on booze too. (laughs) I don't do that, Mm -hmm. uh, but I would like to. Right. And, and if we had any sort of listenership to the show, there would probably be a bunch of people jumping on me saying, well, but as an alcoholic, you have a disease and blah, blah. You know, it's like, yes, okay, I get that. And you know what? He truly was an alcoholic. And the the only thing that got him to stop drinking was when he got a DWI and ended up in jail or, or a DUI, whatever it was, right? He got pulled over. He was fucking drunk. He went to jail. He lost his license. And he had to shape up. And he did. And kudos to him for doing that, right? Like, I also, I, I like, I, I cannot fathom being in an apartment with no electricity, trying to hack it from an extension cord that goes out into the hallway to trying to get porn to jack it to. Like, I get it, right? And he, he did not have a particularly great life growing up, but he, he was also wasn't impoverished, right? Like he had a roof over his head the entire time that he was growing up. He, you know, it was it was not some oh woe is me scenario. It was like, oh, I started drinking, now I'm an alcoholic. This is what it is. Fine. Okay. That's that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So you manage to meet the woman in your dreams. She ends up being basically the breadwinner for the family. Like, and not even joking. Like, the only reason that he works is because she makes him work. Right? And am I jealous? Fuck yeah, I'm jealous. I would love nothing more than to not be the breadwinner of the house. Right? But I am. It's fine. Whatever. Like, I don't even care about that because it it doesn't have to do with who's making more money than the other in this household. It's like, let's just, like, hold shit together. Like, let's keep a roof over our heads. Let's make sure the kids are alive. That's what it is. Would I love to have a sugar mama? Sure. Do I have it? No. So I deal with it. That's fine. Right? So he's sober for years i i mean it it you know it's not 10 years but it wasn't 
you know, three months, right? He was sober for two to three years. It was it was a pretty good run of him being sober. And then he started drinking again slowly but surely, right? And in my mind, it's never gotten to the point of being completely excessive by any means. Because when I first met him, we would go out and the two of us together would get just absolutely shit-faced. Which was fine for me as a 20-something, but for him being, you know, a little bit older, pushing into his 30s, and living in an apartment with no electricity, I look back at and go, well, maybe I wasn't the greatest influence for him to be hanging out with. Well, he's just, he's somebody's uncle, you know? (laughs) Everyone's got that uncle. Winds up... Yeah. Living in a trailer out in the woods with no electricity, and and all they've got is you know, uh, their collection of Bud Light cans. Pretty much, pretty much. But again, that's where this fits into Florida man so well because he is just like the quintessential like I have found my sugar mama who makes the money, yeah, you know, I go to work, but I'm pulling in, you know, maybe slightly above minimum wage, right? So, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not working at some, you know, some slack-jawed company where I'm only making minimum wage and, you know, not pulling my weight at all. I'm, I'm making more than that. But... Yeah, he's like the assistant night manager at Taco Bell. Exactly. And so, you know, I... I do my thing. I put in, you know, if I have to, I mean, I guess I'll go and work 40 hours a week, you know, while my wife is working, you know, 60 hours and then, you know, they're short shifts. So she ends up working a double and, you know, getting quadruple overtime and, you know, but, you know, I'll see her eventually when she gets home. And then on the weekends, well, you know, I, well, I'm going to go play music. And so, I mean, maybe I'll get a gig out of it or something and I'll, I'll make 50 bucks in a night. Cause you know, the bar is desperate and they don't have anybody else to play. So I'll go do that. You know, it'll, it'll be fine. But you know, out, outside of the, the normal job, like I'm not, mm, you want overtime no that that's not really in my vocabulary like as soon as i clock out i'm definitely gonna start drinking and i'm gonna keep drinking until i pass out and then i have to go in again the next morning and it's that bare minimum of just it it's it's not even like I mean, it's the bare minimum of effort, right? But it's just a complete lack of even trying to care about anything at all, you know? Not that I particularly care about what it is that I do, but I'm not the type of person that is just like, uh, well, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's 4.30, so I think I'm going to start drinking now. Like, it, it's just that, that 
boomer mentality of like, well, I uh, put in my union hours and I'm going to go ahead and hit that punch card and I'm out. I'm just going to wipe my hands clean of this, right? Like, okay. I I mean, if if that's fine for you, right? But then it comes down to uh it comes down to a pandemic hitting right and your business has to decide like a round of of layoffs or people that are going to get furloughed and why why is it surprising to you that you're one of the people that is the first one to go right like right that mentality of like oh what but I, I've been working at this job for two years. So, like, I mean, that's got to mean something, right? It's like, well, you've been in a, you've been a body in an office space for two years. And while I don't doubt that you've been doing something, like, have you really been making any sort of impact? Like... Do you really offer the company something that they can't live without? Or is it just, we need somebody to do that job and we know this other person will do what they're currently doing and also do what you're doing. So why don't you go ahead and be furloughed and we'll keep the person that actually gives a shit about what's going on around here. Right. And so it didn't surprise me at all at that point that, oh, you were one of the people that got furloughed, right? Like, okay, all right, yeah, not not really a surprise at all. Like, how many people out of the company, like, did they, did they downsize? Was it, like, half the company? Like, oh, no, well, there was, like, ten of us that they let go, and I was one of them. Oh, oh. You were like one of 10 people out of this office of like a hundred plus. Okay. All right. Well, um, sorry to hear that. Uh, hope you land on your feet real soon. Like that's great. That's, that's, that's cool. I mean, whatever. So we're going through and, and, and there's this back and forth between, my Jersey friend and my douchebag friend. And and they're going back and forth about this stupid crap that there there's nothing really even substantiative about it. It's just BS talk. And I'd missed all of it while I was out eating. Or not out eating, upstairs eating. I was upstairs eating with the family. I come back down. I missed all these messages. So I hop into the conversation. And I start diving into some of the stuff. Hey, I missed most of this, whatever. Like, uh, here's what's going on. Jersey friend starts going back and forth. And, you know, so we're chatting. And we're like, oh, where's douchebag? What the fuck happened to him? Like, he just completely dropped off the map and there's an initial response it's like oh sorry not really paying attention ha 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 whatever la, la, la. 
So Jersey friend and I keep going back and forth. And then douchebag friend sends a picture of a bottle of beer on top of a table and says, sorry, not really paying attention. I'm out at the bar right now. Oh, God. Okay. Hmm. So... In the middle of a pandemic, you are out at a bar, drinking a beer, and it's one of those pictures that I can tell, again, because he's a drunk piece of shit, that he wasn't paying attention at all about the picture that he took, he just snapped it, and so I can see this little... I can see this table where the beer is sitting, and it's it's not a bar table. It's like a little side table. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And I can see in the background, you know, there's a little bit of like a bokeh effect, and you can see, like, I can see people back in the background, but they're a little blurred. And I'm like, huh. I don't recognize any of those people. Like, that's not douchebag friend. That's not douchebag friend's wife. It's not anybody that I know. It's just some random people sitting a little bit in the background. And they're a little blurry. And then I take a look even more into the background. And on the right-hand side, above one of the people that's on the right... I notice a bright neon sign that says drinks on it. And it's not just drinks, D-R-I-N-K-S. It's D-R-I-N-X. Drinks. Right? Like, we are in some sort of fucked up 90s dystopia where right is is he like sending you a message from a fast <laughs> and the furious movie right right like um like did you take this picture 19 years ago and you're sending it to me now right and and you digitally put the masks on to people cuz again now to be fair in this picture the two people that I do not know at all are sitting in these kind of loungy chairs and they have masks on. And, uh, you know, I've got this picture of the beer bottle on this table and then drinks with an X, you know, I'm just going to, for the remainder of this conversation, (laughs) I'm going to picture in my mind that these are the cast of entourage. Oh, I mean, it, it may as well be, but just just to paint a slightly better picture in your mind, these are people from the the fat hick version of Entourage. Just so that uh, you're aware. Entourage like, Alabama. Entourage Alabama. 
for sure. Or, I mean, to fit the theme of where this motherfucker is going, it it's basically Florida Man Entourage is what it is. Because you're at a goddamn place where in the background there's a neon lit sign that says drinks with an X. And unfortunately, as soon as I see this, I know where the picture is from because there is only one place that has a well-lit lounge seating place with a bar in it named Drinks with an X. And that's the goddamn motherfucking casino. And so my only response to that is to be exactly what comes to mind for pretty much any sane, rational person is that you're at the motherfucking casino in the middle of a goddamn pandemic? Like, that... Like, what? And so the only response that I get to that is an animated gif of Eric Foreman with the word guilty written across his forehead. Okay, so we're back to Wisconsin. So we're back to Wisconsin, and I can't do anything else other than than the equivalent of what my son would call rage quitting because I, I literally just can't even like leave it at that. Like this is the guy whose son just went through having COVID whose wife works at a hospital and has to deal with that potential every day, who I have, like, the the argument between the two of us was that, like, you know, that, that Liz wasn't liberal enough for me, right? That we had a literal podcast about being atheists together and this motherfucker is out at a goddamn casino just like whatever oh yeah no i'm on here yeah no this is where i'm just i'm just out at the bar right now you're not at the bar (coughs) you're at the fucking casino and you don't fucking give a shit well yeah but we've got our masks on wait a minute we we have our masks on so your wife is there too like the one who is in the middle of people who have covid every day and she's out at a fucking casino i don't fucking get it like my mind is blown and at the same time i can't i can't deal with it at all and so immediately after that, I go into the app and I log out of the app and I block his contact in my phone and I block her contact in my phone. And 
I text you and I'm like, hey, are we doing this? What's going on? Is this happening tonight? Because I'm about to uh, fucking go over the edge with some fucking alcohol poisoning here. Because holy goddamn fucking shit. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I needed to rage and vent to somebody. And I didn't know who else better to do it to. Well, and so there's there's a part of me, right, that wants to say alcoholism is a real problem. Your friend needs help. Uh, but there's an even bigger part of me that is looking at that and saying this is exactly the fucking behavior of every goddamn Republican. And I'm not even talking about because there, there's like two classes of Republicans, right? There's like the working poor and and there's, uh, you know, the the guys that have a gajillion dollars. Yes. But yes. like in this case, that distinction doesn't even matter. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rudy Giuliani has covid. Trump got fucking covid from doing what? From thinking they're fucking invincible because they're Republicans. Exactly. Like, I'm just so tired of it. I, I, I cannot wait for the polar ice caps to melt and Antarctica to become habitable so I can go down there, we can stake a fucking claim, and <laughs> I'm sorry, penguins, but uh, I got to get away from these fucks. Uh-huh. Yep, because at the at this point, unfortunately, it just seems it it really seems less and less likely that Elon is going to give us a, a rocket, which is really fucking unfortunate, because that that would solve a lot of the problems right there. Yeah, but he's like a cuckoo banana pants anti-vaxxer now he's he's insane he is absolutely batshit fucking crazy for sure and And like not in the not in the good way where you want to try and crush the white house with jeff bezos's money but like (laughs) in the bad way where you know you think trump's doing a good job yeah yep yep and and even if he were to get wind of this by, I don't know, maybe somebody going to Joe Rogan's YouTube and commenting, eat a bag of dicks, and uh, tagging Elon Musk and going through the whole process, right? Like, even at that point, he would di- he would disagree on his fucking principle of, I don't think Trump should get shot into the sun. Like, you motherfucker. Absolutely, he should get shot in the sun. and Which is that... all the more reason that we should just put him on the fucking rocket, too. Exactly. Exactly. Like, make it... Uh, like, this does not have to be, like, just a solo journey for Trump. I mean, we get, you know, Billy Bob fucking Barr on there with him. We get, you know... uh Steve, I'm going to fly my wife around on private jets with taxpayer money Mnuchin on it. We just, we get the whole lot of them, all of them, like 
Kaylee, I don't even know like which direction the sun rises from McKenna. Uh, like all of them, every single one of them, everybody onto the fucking rocket. And we just make it a joyous fucking, like I say, we put like all of the old, like the, the Trump branded liquor, we put some stripper poles in the rocket ship. Like we just make it a goddamn party for these guys. Like that's the thing, though. If you put Trump branded liquor in there, they'd know something's up. <laughs> no one drinks that shit. <laughs> Can't make it that obvious. Hey, we're we're catering this thing. We got Trump steaks. <laughs> No one's no one's going in that club. No, no. Ah, shit. Not the not even the kind of women that would sleep with Trump are going in that club. 